Welcome back to another episode of The Silent Battle. I hope everyone is having a great week so far. I have a great segment for you all today. Again, I am your host, Erica Honeycutt, and today I will be interviewing certified health coach, Stephanie Foster Freeman. Stephanie is from Norwich, Connecticut, and currently she resides in Moyuck, North Carolina. Stephanie has juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's, psoriatic arthritis, and celiac disease. She has managed her autoimmune diseases with an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. Today, she is going to share her raw and candid story about her living with these autoimmune diseases. Also, she will give us some tips on what may help you all out there to live life more easily as we battle our autoimmune diseases. Let's get started. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for being part of the Silent Battle podcast today. Thank you for having me. This is great. (laughs) Stephanie, can you again tell our listeners the name of your autoimmune diseases and share your story with us regarding when these diseases showed up in your life? Sure. I first started having symptoms at age three. I remember pulling up in front of my aunt and uncle's house for Thanksgiving and I couldn't walk. I couldn't get out of my car seat. So it took many years of going back and forth to doctors and not having any diagnosis, having water drained from my hip, water, or they called it water fluid back then, which now we know was inflammation, mm-hmm. drained from my knees. And finally, when I was 11, my mom took me to the dentist and he, I couldn't open my mouth. And he said, you really, we need to figure out what's going on. I, I can't treat her. She can't open her mouth. So I went back to the pediatrician and he flipped my hands over. He was just holding them mm-hmm. and he looked down and he saw these red dots underneath my skin mm-hmm. and he said to my mom, oh my gosh, I think she might have juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Wow. So he sent me for blood work and uh, the blood work came back. I remember leaving school one day. I was in sixth grade and I got in the car and my mom said to me, oh, you have juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. I was like, okay, great. My parents never made it a big deal, but uh, they took me to a rheumatologist in Hartford, Connecticut, Mm -hmm. who I found out many years later told my mom separately that I would either outgrow it as a teenager or eventually die young of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. So she swiftly changed me to another rheumatologist in Boston And for a little bit, I was on anti-inflammatory. Now, I think I should say I'm 57, so this was back in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't a lot of medication back then. Right. Um, In hindsight, and I've written two books about my journey, um, I was in a lot of pain. I didn't learn to ride a bike when I was a kid, really. I missed 45 days of school in seventh grade, but was never made a big deal it was just kind of part of my life and I just handled the pain I dealt with the pain so as I was an adult and looking back I had trouble getting pregnant I had mono I had all of these health issues that I now realize were traced back to my autoimmune disease wow you know I can't imagine being so young and you know dealing with autoimmune disease you know at at that age you know yeah it it wasn't easy but I I don't know like I look at it now like it was a gift Mm -hmm. because now I'm able to help people yes Uh, but 
like to piggyback. So I always battled with my weight, um, all kinds of stuff. And so finally, when I was, gosh, about 47 is when I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, celiac, and psoriatic arthritis. Wow. And how do you manage um, those diseases now? So it's interesting because by the time I was diagnosed with the other three, I had already changed my life. So I, you know, like I said before, I struggled with my weight, with my with joint pain, with all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh, 2013. I had seen a post on Facebook about cold laser treatments, and my biggest issue was my knees. I have no cartilage left in my knees mm-hmm. since I'm probably 35. So that's where most of the pain was. So I saw this thing about cold laser treatments, and I called up a naturopathic doctor um, down here in Norfolk, Virginia, and I went and saw him, and I said, listen, I just need these cold laser treatments, and I'll be fine. And he looked at me, and he said, I don't know if you've noticed, but I have the white coat on. I'm going to tell you what you need. So he sent me for a battery of blood work, Mm -hmm. and I came back. And he said, um, the one glaring thing that's going on is your CRP level is high. That's your cardiac reactive protein level. Mm-hmm. That's the inflammation level in your body. I had never heard of that before. So mine, depending on where it gets, um, what lab you go to. So mine was 3.77 and they want it under 1.0. Mm-hmm. So I just looked at him and I said, okay, so what does that mean? And he said, oh, I don't know, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, shall I go on? And I was like, uh, no, thank you. Right. So he handed me a pamphlet that said anti-inflammatory diet. He gave me vitamin D and magnesium, said go see what you can do and come back in a month. So this was April 30th, 2013. Mm-hmm. My husband and I went to a concert to see Bob Seger. And after the concert, my husband was like, yeah, he's not as good as he used to be. He's getting older and our seats were crappy. Like my neck hurts from turning. Mm-hmm. And I just gave him this blank stare. And he was like, what? I'm like, oh, I didn't hear anything tonight except my brain saying, you're 47. You cannot die. So I woke up the next morning and I drove to our local grocery store, Harris Teeter. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't have a list. I didn't. I, I breezed over the anti-inflammatory diet. I knew kind of what I could eat and what I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I literally walked up and down every aisle and I said goodbye to every food I'd never eat. Pop-Tarts, jelly beans, Doritos. Not that I ate them all the time, right. but like all of this stuff, bagels, bread, like just pasta, just everything. And May, and so April 30th, 2013 was the last time I ate gluten, refined sugar, dairy, or soy. Wow. Within six months, my joint pain was gone. My I lost 40 pounds, Good and I you. felt incredible. And That's so amazing. when you feel incredible, what do you want to do? You want to tell everybody. Right. However, I had a degree in sports journalism, and I was in sales, so who was going to listen to me? So I just kept on. I just feeling good and um, I then found another doctor because my original doctor was more of a chiropractor Mm -hmm. than a naturopath and so I found a functional medicine doctor who's also um, 
oh my god what's going on and she said has anyone ever told you you have Hashimoto's which is an autoimmune disease of the thyroid right and I looked at her and I went oh that's all she goes what do you mean that's all I'm like oh I thought like something was really wrong when you have one autoimmune disease and you're managing it I feel like my brain was like oh I can handle this so then it was psoriatic arthritis and it was celiac but um the key to most autoimmune diseases and most illnesses, quite frankly, because they can all be traced back to inflammation, mm-hmm. is what you eat and what you put on your skin. So in 2015, I was at a, um, my husband is in pool construction, I was at a spa convention, mm-hmm. and there was a woman selling aloe. So I always, by that time, I was trained to read ingredients, and it was just aloe. So I bought some, and she said, oh, this is a part-time gig for me. I am a certified holistic health coach. And I looked at her. I was like, oh, what? She gave me the information for the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Mm -hmm. I went home Friday night at midnight. Saturday morning, I was signed up to watch a webinar, and Monday, I signed up for the class. Now, do you take any kind of medications, or is it just lifestyle changes that have been effective for you? Just life. Well, okay, so just lifestyle changes, but I do take supplements. Right, okay, yeah, like the vitamin D that you were saying. Yep, so I don't take any medication. I take vitamin D, I take omega-3, I take um, um, vitamin B, like a, a bunch of supplements, in only I take one for I take two for my thyroid Mm -hmm. I take uh, thyrotryptamine which is if people know medication names it's a supplement similar to armor thyroid Mm -hmm. but it's just you know a nutraceutical and then selenium I take because I was getting a lot of itching in my legs from from Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise I don't take any medication it's strictly what I eat and I, so I became a certified holistic health coach, and that's what I do now. And I help people, no matter what is wrong, with an anti-inflammatory diet. And people are blown away by how much it helps. And what I explain, because a lot of people, when you say no gluten, they're like, oh, it's not a fad diet. Mm-hmm. It is not a fad diet. In the United States, gluten is genetically modified. So when we eat it, gluten is a protein in cake, cookies, pasta. So when we eat gluten and it goes into our small intestine, we have an enzyme called protease that breaks down protein, Mm -hmm. eggs, beef, tofu, like whatever protein. Because gluten is genetically modified in the United States, it can only break down a certain amount. The rest leaks out of your small intestine into your bloodstream and causes inflammation. I see. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, so now everything you eat is gluten-free, right? 100%. Yep. Gluten-free and also, um, and again, this is what I teach, gluten-free, but also you have you can't just go from eating regular pretzels to gluten-free pretzels. You have to learn how to read the ingredients. So one of the things that I do with my patients is I take them to the grocery store. 
Um, canola oil is in almost everything. Sunflower, safflower, vegetable, mm -hmm. they're all highly inflammatory. So it, it, it gets a little more complicated of knowing exactly what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But, and this is so cliche, but shopping the perimeter of the grocery store, you can't go wrong. I've heard that before. I've actually heard that before, that it's best to do the perimeter of the grocery store instead of, you know, in, right. in the center or, or you know. Right. But, yeah. But there are really good brands out there because I, you know, teach, like, this is not about deprivation. Okay, this isn't a diet. This is something, I've been doing it for 11 years, you're going to need to do this for the rest of your life. So if you like brownies, I'm going to show you a good healthy brownie mix made from almond flour. Make your brownies, throw them in the freezer. You're going to a birthday party, bring a couple brownies with you so you don't feel deprived. So you don't feel like, oh, I can't have that. Right. It's not, um, it's not a diet. It's like, like we said previously, it's a lifestyle change. Right. Like I say to people, why would you go on something that begins with the word die when you can go on something that begins with the word life I like that I, I do I really do yeah. um now walk us through I guess walk us through your daily routine as far as what you eat breakfast lunch and dinner sure so um most day we just moved so my peloton bike isn't set up yet but when it is I usually ride the peloton bike three days a week and mm -hmm. I do pilates five to six days a week um, I go to a studio, it's called Club Pilates, they have them all over, yeah. I absolutely love it, it makes my body feel so good, so that's my exercise stuff, um, it's been hot, it just got cool, so now I'll incorporate a walk, you know, probably four or five days a week, but mm -hmm. what I eat, typically for breakfast, like, on Sundays are, are my, like, I get to kind of relax and eat, so I have coffee, Mm -hmm. I have a cup of coffee every morning, and I put organic stevia in it and lactose-free half and half because the, the having it lactose-free takes that enzyme that's causing the inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, so that's coffee. Sundays I usually have, um, from a bakery, I usually have a gluten-free bagel and some eggs. But during the week when I'm working, I either do cashew milk yogurt with protein powder, flax seeds, and some um, Purely Elizabeth, which is a gluten-free granola, or I will do a protein shake, or I'll have a piece of gluten-free bread with some good high-quality butter and some hard-boiled eggs. Lunch is usually, um, like the, yesterday or Friday I had, I was at work, I had a salad with avocado and egg and some pistachios and lots of veggies. I love salads, so I have salads for lunch and dinner usually. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go to the local market, I cut up peppers, tomatoes, radishes, whatever, and then I do a protein shake. Oh. Um, in the afternoon, depend, you know, it all depends on what I've eaten on my other meals. An afternoon snack might be like a handful of cashews or pistachios or walnuts with an apple. Um, or there's a protein bar that I love that's very healthy. It's called Midday Squares. It's only got six grams of protein, so I don't use it like for my huge protein source, but it's chocolate and it's yummy and there's nothing bad in it. Um, mm -hmm. And then dinner is 
Um, I do a kind of broad stroke, eat right for your blood type. I, I incorporate that in my patient's diets as well as how I eat. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a positive, I could hedge more towards vegetarian. So I eat meat maybe twice a week, three times. Um, but a good high quality, either organic chicken, grass fed organic beef, um, with sweet potatoes, broccoli, a salad. Um, the other night I had spaghetti squash and I mixed in some yellow squash and some yummy sauce and a big salad. I will say my husband is the cook. So I tell him what I'm in the mood for and he <laughs> figures it out for me, which is delightful. Yes, that's awesome. And, you know, so, and I just wanted to go back to what you just said just, uh, just a minute ago. You said, um, based on your blood type, uh-huh. that you um, are able to uh, know what foods to, to eat based on uh-huh. your blood type? Yes. So, there was a book written in the 80s by Dr. Diadamo. Mm-hmm. And it's called Eat Right for Your Blood Type. And so it's very interesting because I had a patient who had a food sensitivity panel done. And she was allergic or sensitive to wheat, corn, sesame, seeds, and peanuts. And so when I was working with her, I said, well, let's pull up your blood type. She was B blood type. And it said foods to avoid wheat, corn, sesame seeds, and peanuts. It was crazy. Wow. Um, it also tells you, like, if you're O blood type, a lot of protein. O's are the runners. They can run long distances. A's are more vegetarian. Um, with a little, you know, but you, no matter what you are, you have to have enough protein. But, right. like, like, calming exercise. So, yoga, Pilates. I can ride the Peloton, but for, like, 20 minutes, and I can't go crazy hit workouts are not good for me but if you're oh they are so I just like to say a broad stroke because I don't like people to get caught up too much in any specific thing but I think it's important to know everything about yourself you know right. what I mean and I mean that's very interesting I, I never realized that you know by your blood type you know you can actually find out what foods are best for you based on your blood type. That's very interesting. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> what challenges have you faced mentally um, since you were diagnosed with, with your autoimmune diseases? Because I know that, um, you know, physically, we, you know, we all have challenges right. when, right. We're, when, we, when we're faced with autoimmune diseases, but a lot of people don't talk about the challenges mentally that they're faced with. And and um, so I feel like that's important to share. So this is going to be kind of a hot take. Honestly, I really haven't suffered with much um, mentally because because this has been my life. And this is I'm just saying because because I think this is why mm-hmm. this has been my life since I was three. Right. So right. I. You know, I help a lot of women who have gone through menopause, who are in their 40s, 50s, and they're like, I just don't feel good. And I'm like, damn, I'm 57. I feel better than I did at three. Like, yeah. so for me, I'm one of the lucky ones. And my parents were always, and I lost my parents young. My dad 
um, was uh, was 75 and he had Parkinson's and my mom had an infection to alleviate back pain. She, well, she had an um, epidural to alleviate back pain and ended up with an infection in her spine wow. that spread to her brain and she was 78 and they were constantly going to the doctor, constantly getting medication. I think that's what made me one day wake up and go, there's got to be another way because in 2010, my rheumatologist said, if you don't go on a biologic injectable drug, you'll be in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the lowest I was mentally, in all honesty, because my mom was dying, and I wasn't feeling good, and this doctor just tells me this, and I'm like, oh. So that was probably the, like, I just, I wasn't depressed. I was just like, I have to find a way. Right. Um, but again, I, it's just, I take it in stride, and I, I'm just like, I was blessed with this, so that I can help other people and so I can keep their spirits up. So it's not a death sentence, right? It's right. if you do all the right things and you eat the right way and, and listen, you're not going to be a hundred percent, but you can. It makes a difference. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I always say to people, the gluten thing, I will die on that hill. No one can convince me otherwise. Um, and diet is 99 percent of it like what you put in your body yeah as well as what you put on your body because this world is full of toxins and neurotoxins right and it makes sense too that you haven't really suffered mentally with this because of the fact that you like you said you were diagnosed with this so young I know like people like myself who live their life you know completely fine all the way to their 26 years old I mean when something like you know, uh, when, you know, and my disease just came out of nowhere at 26. And when you're faced with something like that, where you've been fine all your life and it just, it just comes out of nowhere and kind of, you know, it, it rattles your life. And, you know, that's, I think that's when you have a lot of the mental challenges. Um, so yeah. yeah. And so, um, but definitely, um, you know, um, I'm glad that you are, you're, you, I'm not glad that you were diagnosed at such a young age, but I'm glad that you're taking that and using that to help people going forward to face their autoimmune diseases. And it's interesting, and again, I think I have to give kudos to my parents and how they raised me, because when I married my ex-husband, his aunt had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. She had what I had. She was severely crippled, and she died young. But you know what? I never looked at her and thought, oh, gosh, that could have been me. I don't know. I, I, I have to, I guess, it, I just keep, it's got to be how I was raised by my parents. Like, it's just, they took care of me, but they didn't coddle me, and it wasn't, like, a big deal. It was just like, all right, this is what we do. We go to Boston once a week. We get checked. You'll be okay. Can you handle the pain? Yup. Okay. And that was it. Yeah. You know, and, and another thing that I just want to point out is, <clears throat> you know, Um, Because I don't want anybody to think that we're saying stop your medications and just do it. No, do not do that. I I, I want to just point that out just because we're talking about, you know, changes in the healthy lifestyle and how you eat and, you know, what you can do to decrease inflammation doesn't mean that, you know, you should stop the medications that you're on and just go to this. I, 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 I want to make sure that I'm clear about that. Yes, and I also, I'm a certified holistic health coach. I am not a doctor. I strictly 
deal with nutrition. Um, but I do think that exactly what you said, do not stop anything that you're doing. Right. Um, if you're interested, you know, obviously people can contact me, but, or look for somebody in your era, area that can help you with what you eat because there is a place in this world for Western and, and Eastern medicine, and they need to be married together better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a conversation with a rheumatologist who had asked me a few years ago what I take, and when I told him what I did, he said, oh, don't tell anyone else that. They can't do it. And I said to him, a lot of people need to be on these medications. What if you also taught them nutrition? Maybe they could take less. Right. And looked at me he said we don't learn that in medical school I'll be honest with you so there is a place where they can both be married right and um I think that would really help people because if you are on a medication and you change your diet like you're gonna feel so much better absolutely absolutely um and I also feel like it's important to have a good support system when you're facing any illness, especially a chronic illness. Um, uh-huh. How, you know, how is your support system? I know that you just said earlier that your husband, he cooks all, cooks all your meals. He's your chef. He does. So. I have a, yeah, I, uh, my youngest daughter's 28, so my kids are out of the house. I have a great support system. My husband cooks for me. Um, my family knows how I eat. Um, you know, after a few years, we're friends. We'd be out. They'd make fun of me. And I'd make, you know, oh, she's gluten-free. And I said, well, yeah, sure, I'll come visit you in the nursing home someday. I would make <laughs> jokes. It doesn't bother me. I know what I'm doing is for me and for my health. But, um, yeah, I mean, when my husband and I travel, the first thing he does before we book a trip is look for a place for me to eat. That's amazing. And, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I have a, a great support system. And the one thing about living life this way, the hardest thing, we've got to plan Yes. You can't get to 2 o'clock in the afternoon and go, oh, my God, I haven't eaten, I have no food, and run into a grocery store. I mean, right. like a gas station or fast food. So the biggest thing is just the planning of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, once you get in a groove, it's pretty, it's pretty easy. What do you think is most important for our listeners that are battling their autoimmune diseases to know? I think the most important thing is to use your intuition. What feels right? Mm-hmm. Ask questions. The biggest thing I see, you know, because where do we get all our information? Facebook, Instagram. The biggest thing I see is that people are dismissed mm-hmm. from their doctors. And people are told, it's in your head, you'll be okay, just take it. Like, there's, you know, do your research. Right. And make sure you're heard. If you go to a rheumatologist and you don't feel like you're heard, find another one. Because yes. you are, like they say, the uh, the customer's always right. You know what you need and advocate for yourself. Or if you can't, find someone, a family member or friend that will advocate for you. Because you can absolutely feel better. Absolutely. Um, I say that all the time that, you know, <clears throat> you have to fight for yourself you have to you know you're your own advocate so definitely I I totally agree with you and 
Do you have anything else that you want to share or add to today's segment? Maybe um, if you can kind of, if you can tell our listeners um, about your website and your book. Sure, sure. So um, I my website. So you can go to my website. It's stephaniefreeman.com, and that's spelled S T E F A N I E F R E E M A N dot com. But the best place to reach me is via email, which would be Steph, S-T-E-F, at stephaniefreeman.com, or my Facebook is Stephanie, with an F, Foster Freeman. Um, that's about really the best way to reach me. My um, Not many people do much on the website, so my website isn't that updated, mm-hmm. um, but would love to hear from people. Um, and the other thing that I would just share, if people, well, a couple more things, if people are interested mm-hmm. in looking into functional medicine, <laughs> there is a website called if is in Frank, M is in Mary, dot org, and you can see if there's a functional medicine doctor in your area, if that's something you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, if people are interested in health coaching and nutrition, they can email me, they can reach out to me. I wrote two books. Um, they're on Amazon. I'm getting ready to uh, turn them into ebooks. Okay. And the first one is Life's a Journey, Are You Packed? And that is about my journey from age three, when I couldn't get out of the car, up until like 47. Okay. And then my second book is Life's a Journey, Who Am I? And it's a continuation of my journey because while on the journey, I've also gone through menopause, mm-hmm. how that's affected me. And um, I uncovered in 2020 a huge family secret that changed my genetics. Hmm. So that is in my book as well. Interesting. And uh, well, you know, Stephanie, again, I appreciate you so much for coming on here today with me and allowing me to interview you. Well, I appreciate you having me. This is, I mean, this is what is important where I said, you know, finding that support system is finding people that will help you, lift you up, support you, and make you feel less alone. Absolutely. Um, and it's been so wonderful just talking to you. And I know this interview really educated and helped a lot of listeners out there. Thank you. I hope so. Remember, if you out there have any questions or comments, please email me at thesilentbattle2022 at gmail.com. And also feel free to email Stephanie as she gave you her information um, earlier. And always remember, life is tough, but so are you. Everyone have a great rest of the day. Stephanie, thank you so much again. Thank you.